0: Welcome back to another episode of We Read the News So You Don't Have To. This is a news recap podcast from Zodapop by Zerub Media, and every episode we come on and share different stories that are relevant to young adults in Singapore, whether it's serious or light-hearted ones. I'm Fernanda, your host, and without further ado, let's dive straight into the first piece of news for today. So the first piece of news will be on NDP, and it will be open to public with ticketed shows after two years. Organisers aim to fill Marina Bay floating platform. So according to this Straits Times article, this year's NDP will be open to the public with almost every seat at the Marina Bay floating platform expected to be filled for the August 9th birthday bash. After two years of smaller scale celebrations, the NDP organising committee is targeting the upper bounds of the venue's capacity of 25,000 to 26,000. National education shows for primary five pupils will return as well as two ticketed previews. This year, we hope to capture the nation's journey as we emerge stronger from COVID-19, said Chairman of the Organising Committee, Brigadier General Go Pei Ming. NDP 2022 is a big scale-up from the previous two years, which had been drastically reduced in size to adapt to the pandemic. BG Go said this year's celebrations will be comparable to pre-COVID-19 times. We'll try to involve as many Singaporeans at the floating platform as possible. Team Stronger Together Modular NDP 2022, coincides with the 55th anniversary of national service, which will be referenced throughout the parade and the show. On August 9th, There will be a combined land, air and sea total defence display at the float in tribute. The organising committee has also promised that crowd favourites like the Red Lions will be brought back. During the fireworks finales, simultaneous fireworks displays will be set off in the heartland areas. BG Go said the organising committee has also given this year's celebration a heartland twist. On the weekends of August 6 and 7, There will be exhibitions, family-centric activities like carnivals and other performances in five venues across the country, including displays of military and police vehicles, such as the Leopard 2SG main battle tank, the rigid hull inflatable boat and the RBS-70 ground-based air defence system. The Red Lions will also conduct free-fall jumps at two heartland areas. Singapore celebrates its 57th year since independence this year. And our next piece of news is also related to NDP, but regarding the theme song, which will be sang by Taufik Batisa. The last time former Singapore Idol winner sang the NDP theme song in 2005, with Reach Out For The Skies becoming a hit. He hopes this year's Stronger Together will prove popular too. When I heard the song, it really resonated with me. It was something I and the other people I know could relate to, Taufik said of this year's theme song. It is uplifting. It is an up-tempo song. I really feel like it could be our song. Composed by award-winning songwriter Don Richmond, Stronger Together is about emerging from trials and tribulations, about reigniting a flame and a phoenix rising from the ashes. It also features vocals by the Island Voices and has an accompanying video directed by music video director Lindsay Ling which matches this year's team of Stronger Together Madula. A call the NDP Organising Committee wants to be a rallying cry for Singaporeans and the country post-COVID-19. The NDP logo this year features two figures holding hands, alluding to Singaporeans coming together to build a caring and inclusive society. The figures outline the number 57, which is Singapore's age this year, as I mentioned earlier. And the five shooting stars represent the national ideals of democracy, peace, progress, Justice and equality for all. Next, I Like Singapore returns after two years. It is a wild night out as electronic fireflies, an alien jellyfish and an inflatable wheel take over Marina Bay for I Like Singapore 2022, an immersive outdoor art experience. After a two-year hiatus, the festival is back with 20 light art installations, by participants from 14 countries. The creators include new media artists, engineers and designers, as well as students and fresh graduates from local institutions. The festival is organised by the Urban Redevelopment Authority and presented by DBS Bank. Mr Jason Chen, Festival Director and Director of Place Management at URA, says the aim is to inspire visitors to reflect on their individual relationships with the environment, adopt environmentally friendly habits, and appreciate that small but consistent changes to their daily actions can have positive impact on the environment. This year's festival is special, he adds. For the first time, I Like Singapore will feature a specially constructed floating pontoon above the Marina Bay water body, where the public can experience an immersive light art showcase. Called Lightwave, Isle of Light, and powered by consumer electronics giant OPPO, the attraction comprises five zones, showcasing installations such as holographic projections, illuminated motion capture graphics, and shadow play, as well as light beams that suggest a mystical forest. Mr Chen says visitorship for I Like Singapore has steadily increased over the years. In 2018 and 2019, it attracted around 2 million and 3 million visitors, respectively. The majority of artworks were selected from an open call in 2019, before the festival was cancelled in 2020 due to the pandemic. There were close to 200 proposals from 34 countries. In total, this edition of the event will feature 9 artworks presented by Singaporeans. So actually, I've also been to I like just yesterday for the media preview, and I thought it was a, like a really chill event, and I really had a lot of fun taking photos and looking at the exhibitions. And actually the artists themselves were there to explain the artworks to us. And I remember one guy from Berlin and he was like, very excitedly talking about his sustainable swans and I was like oh my god so cool and he was like saying oh my god it has the sound waves and it will like pulsate and then the wind will blow them together and I was just like wow this is like the most amazing artwork. We also had a chance to enter the gastrobeats part of Light, and um, even though we didn't manage to actually enter like this inflatable zone with a lot of bouncy castles and stuff, but it really looked really cool from outside and I'm pretty sure it will be very fun. So I would highly encourage you guys to go. It will be from June 3rd to June 26th, 7.30 to 11pm daily, with extended hours to midnight on Fridays and Saturdays. Okay, moving on to the last piece of news, which is US Jury Awards, Johnny Depp, US $15 million, Amber Heard, US $2 million in defamation fight. A Virginia jury on Wednesday, June 1st, ruled that actor Amber Heard defamed ex-husband Johnny Depp in a wildly-watched six-week trial that featured explicit and graphic evidence and testimony detailing the former Hollywood couple's soured relationship. The seven-person jury also ruled in favour of Heard in some aspects of her countersuit against Depp. Jurors awarded Depp $15 million USD, which is about $20 million in damages from Hurt, which the judge reduced to $10.35 million to comply with the state limits on punitive damages. The panel ordered Debt to pay Hurt $2 million in damages. Deb, the 58 year old Pirates of the Caribbean star, sued Hurt for 50 million and argued that she defamed him when she called herself a public figure representing domestic abuse in a newspaper opinion piece. Heard36 countersued for 100 million, saying Deb smeared her when his lawyer called her accusations a hoax. Deb has denied hitting Heard or any woman and said she was the one who turned violent in their relationship. The jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled that who watched the verdict from Britain said in a statement issued by a spokesman The disappointment I feel today is beyond words Heard said I am heartbroken that the mountain of evidence was still not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence and sway of my ex-husband I am even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women she added It is a setback Depp and Heard met in 2011 while filming The Rum Diary and wed in February 2015 Their divorce was finalised about 2 years later So I have nothing much to say about this Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial because it keeps appearing on my FYP but it's too complicated so I just skip but all I know is about the memes from Amber Heard about how her dog stepped on a bee or something but I honestly feel like this trial has become more of a trial of like public opinion so we'll never know what truly happened and justice is served in some manner so with that we have come to the end of this episode and we'll see you soon in the next episode of We Read The News so you don't have to